Okay, we continue uh, with the learning of the Shulchan Aruch. Uh, we are in Simon 196. This is the, the laws of Onen on weekday Shabbos and festivals. So an Onen is somebody whose relative has passed away, but they've not had a chance to bury them yet. And um, this, has, this gets complicated and a lot of questions arise about this. And so we will will uh, take us a couple of days to get through because it's twenty two sifim. Me shemes lo meis shu chayev lis abel alav. A person uh, lost a relative, and it's somebody that they are required to mourn for, right? So this is not like an aunt or an uncle. And although we're you know sad and and it's tragic, uh, or a grandparent, uh, we don't do the official mourning for them, right? This has to be a father, mother, son daughter, brother, sister, or spouse. Um, they are an oinein until after the burial. An oinein, the literal world, the, the word literally means one who is in grieving. Um, the status of being an oinein is called aninus. And this status applies to men and women uh, and any child who's over bar bar mitzvah age. And the, uh, 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 the, 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 the custom, the law here is, he may not be lighthearted. So the people will not say that the person who died was insignificant and people are now just joking around. Therefore, this relative uh, uh, is not preoccupied with mourning and burying him, right? So in other words, the reason we're, we, sh- we have to, that the onen should try to be serious uh, uh, about the matters is because then people will take the life of the person who passed more seriously. And uh, uh, because if, if the if the person does not appear to be, you know, serious, then it seems like they don't even can, they're not concerned that the person passed away. And this would be a disgrace for the person who passed away. Sorry, loeg larash. Um, and then the oneg, uh, the onen, excuse me, uh, uh, if he were to be like lightheaded, etc. What, what do we mean? Like just in a joking way, you know, not serious. So then they would call him one who mocks a pauper. So that's one who mocks like a poor person. Um, um, you know, and that's obviously, uh, um, that's not a, uh, it's not something anybody wants to be uh, thought of. If you look in Mishle, this verse is from Mishle, that is from Proverbs uh, 17.5. And it says, just as it's a great sin to mock a pauper because of his lack of means, so too must one take great care with regard to the honor of a deceased person who is helpless to do anything on his own. Okay? So, uh, um, uh, you know, making fun... It's not good, and therefore this, the Shulchan Aruch is telling us to take this seriously. Ela Yisrael call he should make it apparent to everybody tarud al that he's preoccupied and overwhelmed with the urgency of what's going on. Now, I will just uh, uh, um, just we'll pause here in the middle of this of this seif that you know a lot of times people can be in shock. Uh, 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 and I don't mean shock as in 
traumatic shock, but they're just kind of, it just really hasn't hit them. And so if you do see somebody who is, has lost a relative and they should be and they, but they seem to be kind of like seemingly normal, don't, don't, uh, don't hold it against them because there is a great psychological uh, uh, um, effort for everybody, you know, when they, when, when they lose somebody that, that they, there's a psychological kind of defense mechanism that goes into place and they try to pretend like, oh, everything's fine, everything's fine. Um, and of course, everything's not fine, but that psychological need that everything's fine might lead them to not be taking as serious as you might think they should be if they lost a parent or et cetera. So we'll judge everybody favorably. So now let's get to some of the, the more details of the laws in the second part of the Sif. Should not eat in the same room where the person uh, is, the, the person who died, is, the body still is there, okay? And that applies to anybody, not just the Onane. Let's say you have only one room in the house and there's no other place to eat. Go to your neighbor. If your neighbor doesn't have a, a, a place available, you should make a partition in front of the body that's uh, 10 fucking high, which would be uh, 31 to 38 inches. You shouldn't have an opening underneath it of three tfachim. So it's like any any the halachas of walls, right? Is that if you're if the bottom is more than three tfachim of the curtain, whatever partition you put up is more than three tfachim above the ground, it doesn't count. And it has to be a, it has to be able to stand up. It, it can't be something really flimsy. It, it, in other words, the wind uh, 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 shouldn't be able to knock it over. You could use a sheet hanging from a bar, but it, we'd have to tie it down so that the wind doesn't blow it. Let's say, okay, you got a terrible case, right? Somebody passed away. They only have one room in the house. They have no way to make a machitza. You turn your face and you eat with your back to the mace. And this does not show disrespect. Okay. Uh, uh, regardless of whether the oinen is in the presence of the deceased or not, even let's say the oinen's in a different city, right? Uh, um, now, below you'll see that there are laws of aninus do not apply to a relative of the deceased who is in a different city. There are certain parts that don't, but for this, it, it is. So he says, um, He shouldn't uh, uh, eat while reclining. In other words, he shouldn't eat reclining like in a lounging kind of a way. People used to recline, you know, for the big meals. Um, today we say that eating at a table is uh, uh, we should the, the, the ONN shouldn't eat at a table because it looks just like too normal. Um, uh, he should eat like somebody who's eating a snack, maybe standing up or sitting on a couch. He cannot eat meat or drink wine. Um, 
and uh, and that's the, that's the halacha. Okay, uh, base. Eino pater mikola mitzvah Excuse me, onen pater mikola mitzvah. So a person who's an onen, and this is what people, most people are, might be familiar with, is that when you lose a relative or a, or a spouse or a parent that you are obliged to mourn for, you are exempt from performing all the positive commandments of the Torah. Now, one of the reasons for this is because the onen is supposed to be taking care of the burial needs. Um, and, it, you know, we have a principle, so if you're looking to, to out for making sure this person is buried properly, so then you don't have your oisik mitzvah, your involved mitzvah, so you're putter, you're relieved of obligations to do other positive commandments. Um, now, if we were to go into this a little bit more deeply, uh, uh, we learned before, right, that if a person could do both, uh, he, right, he, he, he's not exempt. Here he is exempt from mitzvahs that are not time-consuming as well, okay? Uh, 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 we don't want him to delay the burial at all um, of the uh, of the person. And now another reason for the general exemption from mitzvahs is um, uh, is brought down in Rishalmi and Brachos uh, in the Gemara, and it says that this status of Aninus that he's not doing any mitzvahs or she's not doing mitzvahs is for the honor of the deceased. Okay, so that's another additional reason. Um, so, uh, uh, um, back to the, the text here. Um, now let's say, right, let's say he's not taking care of the burial needs, right? Right, somebody else, or the Chavr Kedicha came and took the body and he's, he doesn't have anything to do. There are other people taking care of it. For example, the Chavr Kedisha. Even if he wants to be stringent upon himself and do the commandments for which he's exempt, he's not permitted. Because of honoring the mace. And when he doesn't, when he eats a motzi, he does not say, Hamotzi lechem. He doesn't say the bracha on hamotzi. Velo birkat hamazon, not birkat hamazon. Vafilu imacherim oichlim varchim. Even if there are others who are near him and they're doing the the birkat hamazon, eino einem. He doesn't answer. Amen. Ve'ein mitzdarif lo levzimun velo lasara. And he doesn't count. And he doesn't. He's not. He's not permitted to join the zimun. Um, that is uh, uh, when you when you do the the benching and you have the three people. Who are gonna do the that? You can't do that. Or for ten. Now, um, an onen cannot be counted as one of these people, right? Because he has no obligation to bench. And the same applies to all, all other kinds of of, of obligations uh, of of the onen and benching. And since the onen is exempt from all of other blessings, the daily prayers, the shema, he also can't be, or she can't, you know, in this case, the he can't be counted in the minion. Right? Because they, you only can be counted if you're obliged in the process. Once you're not obliged, then you don't have Ooh. to be counted. 
Wow. Uh, yeah, it's fascinating, right? Okay. Um, and now, aval mashu mitzvah lo this pro this this pro, uh, uh, status of the onen that they uh, are not permitted uh, to do mitzvahs ase does not go into mitzvahs loisase, right? That is negative commandments, right? It's not like they can start eating you know pork chops and applesauce. even rabbinical uh, things that we don't do. Right, rabbinical prohibitions we are not permitted to do. Let's say the guy's coming to eat bread, he has to wash his hands. But he doesn't say the bracha, just like he doesn't say hamotzi. So the 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 washing the hands was um, before eating was enacted as a safeguard against. Um, a prohibition, and so it's considered washing hands actually considered a negative commandment, right? It's considered it, it's it's a it's a preventing us from eating something that might be impure. So, uh, uh, although it seems like a positive commandment, it's actually from a negative commandment. So, therefore, you wash the hands, you don't say bracha. Also, the breast in the morning when you get up and you wash your hands in the morning. Uh, um, which is a different process of washing hands than by, by bread, but it's also ha- hand washing. Right? You wash your hands the normal way you do it. Okay. But you don't say And if you want to see more, you could look in by Rebbe Freim Zalman Margolis, a blessed memory. So saith the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch. And another note here. Um, Right, they serve a different purpose: the washing in the morning and the washing for bread. The washing in the morning morning is to remove the 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 what we call the impure spirits that might be uh, uh, still in your body from sleeping, and the the ones by bread is has to do with the uh, something you might have touched, which would then make the bread impure, which would then you be eating something impure. Again, this is a rabbinical enactment. However, since the rabbinical actors of Loisa say we're going to uh, uh, be a black, uh, the Oinen is going to be obligated to them. Okay, uh, let's do one more. Gimel. Im av achal Let's say you ate a meal before the deceased was buried. And after the burial, the food had not yet been digested, weren't they? Okay. You should, you should bench. Again, an unlikely case. However, uh, um, we're going to say like 70 minutes, usually what we say. Um, um, and, you know, once, once the burial happens, then he's no longer an Onan, and then he has to bench, right? So let's say you had a, I don't know, a bagel, before the, 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 you're hungry, before the funeral, you have a bagel, but that's a quick funeral. In theory, you could bench afterwards. Uh, um, let's say he used the bathroom. Okay, uh, um, and he should say, um, um, uh, um, so let's say he used the restroom before the burial, after the burial, as long as it's uh, uh, um, 
Uh, he can say the, the birkat asher yatzar. He can say the bracha after using the bathroom. Afilu kol yom, even all day long. So there's no time limit there. And uh, and therefore they could get that bracha in. Now the Mishabura adds uh, that if he now has a need to relieve himself again, um, he should recite the blessing afterward. Okay, so in other words, again, fine points of halacha, but if you want to know what to do, the person use the, the restroom before the funeral. After the funeral, they need to use they need to go again. So they would go, they would use the restroom again and then say the bracha. They wouldn't say the bracha, asher yatsar, then use the restroom, then say it again. That would be uh, not the right way to do it. Okay, we will continue, please God, uh, tomorrow. Everybody have a phenomenal day.